welcome to In Supportive Families. This is Amalou Penrod, and I help you as a parent go from frustration, stress, and overwhelm to calm, confidence, and joy so that you can achieve the quality of family life that you desire. And today we're going to be talking about parenting styles. And in the last century, there was a noted clinical and developmental psychologist named Diana Baumrind. And she was noted for her research on parenting styles. So in the 1960s, she, she came up with four parenting styles, a category. So we're going to be talking about those, and I want to get a, a graphic ready to show you. And as we go through these different parenting styles, I want you to think about the kind of parenting style you were raised with. What did your parents use? And what resonates with you in terms of your interactions with your children? So let me share my screen. And you can see this is like a graph. You have like the XY graph, remember they had in school, and they're comparing two, two uh, qualifications. One, that vertical line on the side is responsiveness. This is referring to how involved is the parent in the ch with the children. How responsive are they to their needs? And this horizontal line, demandingness, is referring to what, do, what are their expectations for their children? So it's how invested are they? How much do they give to their children? And then the horizontal line is what are they expecting from their children? So the four categories can be placed according to this graph. You'll notice that in the bottom left corner, corner is the neglectful parent. And this really isn't a parenting style that anyone would recommend. It's actually an example of not parenting. So in this case, you may have, maybe you've seen those families where it looks like the children are just raising themselves for whatever reasons, their parent are not involved or they're absent. They, the parents are not providing the nurturance and, and the attention and the guidance. The case where maybe the parents don't even know where their children are or what they're doing. And they're, and they're indifferent to their child's social, emotional, and behavioral needs. Sometimes this happens in cases of mental illness or drug abuse and the parents problems are so overwhelming they just are not able or choose not to be involved in their children's lives. I ended my teaching career at a residential treatment facility for teenagers and while most of the students were not happy to be there because it meant a drastic change in their lifestyle. They went from using electronics how often whenever they wanted to having to hand over all their electronic devices. They were supervised 24-7. Their 
activities they were there to address a specific issue and they were there to do work but I remember one student who was actually happy to be there because she came from a home where the parenting was not happening and in fact she as the oldest child she was actually raising her six younger siblings so for her being sent to a treatment center was actually almost a vacation but again this is not an example of any parenting we could recommend but it's a place marker it's something to compare with notice it's at the bottom of the scale of how involved the parents are and also the scale that measures what is expected of the children now just above in responsiveness is the parent that is much more involved in their children they care about their children they really love them they want them to be happy but it's still low on the scale of what is expected from their children and this style is called permissive it's also called indulgent but this is the situation maybe you've seen those families that it really looks like the children are in charge of the family it's very child-centered rules are very rare and rules are few and they're rarely enforced and this is the situation if the child went to the store and wanted anything they would immediately been given be given what they wanted the children are overindulged to avoid any conflict or confrontation if you've seen Willy Wonka you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory reminds me of Veruca the little girl whose father will is wealthy and will buy her anything she wants and for some this is this is done at the from the love of their heart you know they want their children to be happy they want their children to have whatever they want and later on we'll talk about some of the drawbacks to each of these parenting styles but one thing to consider is as adults we know that what children want right now isn't always in their best interest so moving along the demandingness line going into these are parents who are still not there have the same level of involvement and responsiveness as the neglectful parenting style but they really have high expectations for their children and this is the authoritarian parenting style it's also called the drill sergeant approach Jim Fay wrote a program called love and logic and he used the term drill sergeant and sometimes it's called tiger parenting now this is just the opposite of the permissive this is parent driven the parents are in charge and their word is law the rules and punishments are strict and the communication is one way the parents speak and the children listen and there isn't that consideration of their the social emotional or behavioral needs of their children so in tiger parenting this term has been used to apply to parents who have high ambitions for their children these are the ones who want their children to be the next Olympic champion or 
the amazing perform outstanding in academia or in business and so they put they expect a lot from their children and they will go to the effort they'll wake their children up at five in the morning so they can practice for three hours before school they will push them to excel and become their best and again it is probably done with love they want their children to be successful they want them to do their best and again we'll talk more about the pros and cons of this parenting style later now combining the emotional involvement the responsiveness of the permissive parent and also the high expectations of the authoritarian or the drill sergeant parent we have the authoritative and in this parenting style the parents are solving problems with the child the rules are clear and the expectations everyone knows what they are the communication is open and natural consequences are used for example the parents may decide they may as a family they'll sit down and decide you know we really want to keep the living room tidy so that when somebody stops by you know it's not embarrassing to be messy and so they'll discuss well how can we do this and one idea might be everyone puts their personal belongings in their room no one leaves their personal things in the living room and everyone agrees on it and they may even discuss so what's the consequence if somebody forgets and everyone agrees on the consequence or or if there are teenagers they talk about a curfew and why it's needed and how it's actually for the child's safety and they agree on what the curfew is and maybe even the teenager chooses the consequence if he breaks curfew but this type of communication is taking place in this parenting style now a lot of research and studies have been run on these four parenting styles in the decades since Diana Baumrind came up with them and obviously the authoritative has been found to be the most effective and one of the studies that was done was in 1991 and it was published in the National Journal of Medicine and in this study they interviewed over 4,000 families with teenagers between 14 and 18 years old and they of course determined what parenting style was being used in the home and then they measured the effect on these adolescents in terms of um, their confidence, how they felt about themselves, how they were able to fit in, to measure up to adult expectations. And I found the results to be very interesting because it showed opposites. Now, picture an X in this graph like go from permissive to authoritarian and they in this survey found out that teenagers who had been raised by this permissive parenting style had confidence they were confident in themselves but they ranked very poorly in being able to comply with rules and and meet 
societal expectations. And then the authoritarian was just the opposite, just flipped. They were fine with, obedi with obedience, with ob obeying and complying, but they lacked, they had a low self-concept. They lacked that confidence. They were just the opposite. And then look at the diagonal between neglectful and authoritative. And teenagers raised in an authoritative parenting with that parenting style proved to be, had psychosocial stability. In other words, they interacted well with others. They had confidence. And they rated low in any type of psychological or behavioral dysfunction. So they were functioning well and having little difficulties with any alcohol or drug abuse. Whereas the children in had been raised in a neglectful household were again just the opposite. They ranked high in any psychological or behavioral dysfunction, but they ranked low in being able to function in a healthy way. So again, keeping in mind these two spectrums of the involvement of the parents, how responsive they are to their children, and the expectations they hold for their children, yielded this, this quadrant. So let's go into more, let's go into greater detail with some of these. And we're looking at uh, in his book, Love and Logic, Jim Fay also introduces another parenting style that he calls the helicopter parent, which is actually a form of the permissive parent. This is the parent who is so concerned about their child being hurt or suffering from a negative consequence that they will hover around their child and be ready to jump in and rescue them rather than see them suffer a negative consequence. So he used drill sergeant for the authoritarian and helicopter parent for the permissive. And to explain the difference between those two, consider the case of homework. Homework is really a hot issue in a lot of homes. It's high stress topic. So the drill sergeant parent would sit the child down at the dining room table. You're gonna get this assignment done. I'm right here. I'm going to check it. If you made any mistakes, you're going to have to do it over again. Whereas the helicopter parent would be very fearful of their child feeling badly about getting a low score, so they would just do it for them. Kind of a contrast between those two parenting styles. I'm old enough to remember the time shortly after these parenting styles came out. And I'm remembering that it, it was considered that the authoritarian was still better than the permissive parenting. And again, this was back several decades ago. However, 
public sentiment is now shifting more towards the per permissive parenting style. YouGov is an international research data and analytics group based in London. And they wrote an article, Parents Be Strict But Not Too Strict. And it was published in 2015. So that's much more recent. And they were, they, they surveyed 997 respondents in America and two questions they asked, I want to review the results. The first was, how strict should parents be? And they broke down the responses according to age group. So the choices were very strict, fairly strict, not very strict, not strict at all. And the baby boomers, that's my age group. In that case, 94% of them chose very strict or fairly strict. So a, a big majority agree that there, there should be some strictness. But the younger group, the millennials, 18 to 29, only 68% of them picked very strict or fairly strict. And 28% picked not very strict and there were even some that picked not strict at all and then the question was how strict were your parents when you were growing up and again older generation baby boomers had 85 percent said that their parents were either very strict or fairly strict and with the younger millennials, only 61% said very strict or fairly strict. And 33% said not very strict. And there were like 6% that said not strict at all. So just reflecting, if, if that's true, that the movement, the tendency is towards more permissive parenting, then we need to know what the effects are. And in VeryWellMind.com, they printed permissive parenting characteristics and effects. And this was updated just last year. And throughout this article, they're quoting, they're citing the research used to, where, to come up from these conclusions. And a lot of that research came from the study I mentioned earlier that was called Patterns of competence and adjustment among adolescents from authoritative, authoritarian, indulgent, and neglectful families. Published in the, by the, in the National Library of Medicine in 1991. So they found effects, some negative effects of the permissive parenting style is low achievement in many areas. There were little to no parental expectations, so there was little to no self-discipline. Making poor decisions, they struggled to learn good problem-solving and decision-making skills. They hadn't need to, they just got whatever they wanted. They found that they can, they're more prone to delinquency and substance abuse. So they show more aggression and less emotional understanding. They don't develop that empathy. 
They're unable to manage their time or habits. That lack of structure means they never learn limits and therefore they tend to develop unhealthy habits. So those are the, the, drop, the negative outcomes with the permissive. Let's take a look at the authoritarian approach. Now this is defined. Here are some of the behaviors that qualify as fitting in the authoritarian or the drill sergeant. It's yelling, spanking, serious consequences for disobedience and backtalk. Backtalk is not allowed. Using phrases such as, because I said so, and maintaining an image of perfection. And this is really ironic because during, as children move into adolescence, if they're going to maintain that bond of trust and rapport with their parents, they need to see them as vulnerable people, people who are genuine and who are real. And they're old enough, they can see their parent isn't perfect. And if their parent is insisting on maintaining that image when it doesn't fit them at all, they lose trust, they lose respect for their parents. The effects of the drill sergeant or that kids feel less socially acceptable. They get reamed at home so they don't feel like they're any good. They're more likely to bully others because that's what they've experienced. They're less resourceful. They're more likely to have symptoms of depression and they're more likely to perform poorly at school. And again, like the per children raised under the permissive parenting style, they have a higher likelihood of drug and alcohol abuse. So let me give a quick example of the difference between the authoritarian or the drill sergeant and the authoritative. Let's take the example of a child steals something from a store and the parents are notified either by the store owner or by the police. And in the drill sergeant household, when the child gets home, both parents were probably going to be yelling at him. His father may administer a spanking or a beating. He'll be sent to his room without supper. He did a terrible thing and the punishment is terrible. In the authoritative home, there is a consequence. He's probably going to be grounded for a week. And the parents are talking to him and explaining why he did, why what he did is wrong. Why it it, it's not congruent with the family values. They may be offering him some form of restitution, maybe encouraging him to go to and apologize to the store owner or, or pay, or they're teaching him. They're using this moment to teach him. And they're assuring him of their love. They are not accepting the behavior but they're showing that unconditional love that they are still, he's still their child and they still love him and care about him. So in both cases, there is a consequence. This behavior is not accepted. It's not acceptable. But in the case of the authoritative style, there is teaching, instruction, and love shown. So you can see the huge difference between those. Well, research has shown that the benefits that children who are raised with this 
this loving and guiding and structured authoritative parenting style are more empathetic and kind. They're more, in many cases, they're more resistant to peer pressure because they believe in themselves. They don't need approval from others. They become more responsible. They're able to regulate themselves and learn to make good decisions on their own. They're allowed some independence. They have respect for adults, other people, and rules. They tend to have fewer social problems with peers. They get along with teachers, and they have a close, cohesive relationship with their parents. Their parents then can take the role of the mentor in their young adult life. So the, it's all about balancing discipline, emotional control, and allowing independence within that loving framework. There are several other buzzwords that come up that would fit into this authoritative parenting style, like intentional parenting or mindful parenting. Another one that you'll hear very frequently is gentle parenting. And the pillars of gentle parenting are empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. Children need structure. And there's attachment parenting where it focuses on the parent's connection and responsiveness to their child. They advocate skin-to-skin -skin contact. So with this parenting style, the baby would be carried around in a carrier rather than being pushed in a stroller. When our fourth child was born, a big buzzword, a big thing in birthing was to have skin-to-skin -skin contact right after the baby was born. So my husband took off his shirt and held our son just right next to his chest. It was really a precious memory. And my husband has always been very physically affectionate with our children. And now that they're all adults, it is very gratifying and heartwarming for me, for me to see the close bond he has with our children. Now, positive parenting. A lot has been written about positive parenting. This is a warm and firm style that also emphasizes connecting with the child, listening to them, spending time listening to them and being very much aware of their emotions and their feelings. So I love studying. There, you know, there is no perfect parent. We all bring our own unique gifts and personalities into this overwhelming challenge of raising another human being. But there are different approaches and methods and techniques that can be used to make you, to make you more effective in your parenting. So next week, we'll be talking about eight ways to implement authoritative parenting style. We'll learn more about that as the most effective. Now, remember there are many other very excellent show hosts on our Win Win Women channels. Be sure to visit them. Come back next week at the same time and check out my website, healingyourfamilies.com. I have a lot of resources there for parents. And until next week, remember to love yourself, 
and love your family, we are making the world a better place by strengthening families, one family at a time. This is Emma Lou Penrod at HealingYourFamilies.com.